0: Good afternoon, everyone. It is June 14th, Sunday, just before 3.45 p.m. here in Northern California. This is, of course, our 10th episode of the Weekly News Roundup. Before we get started, this is sponsored by the Mission Essential Gear Company. Veteran-owned and operated shirts, silkies, hats, tactical gear, field manuals. Um, They just put up first aid kits on the website this morning. They partnered with, uh, you know, some medical company I can't remember the name sorry but yeah go ahead and check them out at stayready.me and of course that is the same website you could find our blog on I was recently given the opportunity to bring what I do here over there to their website and it's awesome I really appreciate it, really like doing it, so you can go ahead and find our blog, and of course, their products at stayready.me, and lastly, I want to give a quick shout out to Mr. Austin Howe, aka Mosul Medic on YouTube, and Mosul underscore medic on Instagram. He was my first guest uh, last week, or two weeks ago, and yeah, he was a volunteer medic in Mosul, serving with the NGO and his YouTube channel was recently monetized. So we're trying to get him some uh, subscribers over there and see if we could, you know, spread the word about him and what he does. And with that being said, we will head into this podcast. So, of course, we will begin with the COVID-19 numbers for last week. Week began with 6,930,000 cases, 400,000 deaths, 3,130,000 recoveries. Week ended with 7,795,000 cases, 429,000 deaths, and 3,710,000 recoveries. And, of course, those are worldwide numbers, and we will move into the Americas. Civil unrest due to the killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis is still ongoing around the world, but especially in the U.S. On the 7th of June, the Minneapolis City Council voted to disband the police with a veto-proof. Majority of nine in favor, three against. The police department will be replaced by, quote, community solutions. And I need to note, they still have not specified exactly what that means or if the funding will be the same for these community solutions. You know, not a lot of specifics given yet as to what exactly they're going to do. Also on the 7th, protesters in Richmond, Virginia, tore down a statue of the Confederate States of America politician and Brigadier General Williams Carter Wickham. And in Britain on the 7th, in Bristol Harbor, Protesters tore down a statue of Edward Colston, an English slave trader and member of parliament from the late 17th to early 18th centuries. On the 11th, the US and Iraq began negotiations to quietly withdraw a number of troops from the country while countering Iranian influence at the same time. There are about 5,200 US troops in the country and they mainly conduct training and counter-terror missions. Moving on to Asia, on June 7th, protests erupted in Indian-controlled Jammu and Kashmir after security forces killed nine militants of bull Mujahideen in the Shopian district of the region. According to Indian authorities, 73 militants have been killed in the region this year. On the 12th, Nepalese border guards clashed with a group of 30 Indians that crossed the border and got about 100 meters into the Uh, Nepalese territory according to Nepal authorities the guards fired live rounds into the air after the group threw rocks and bricks at them a member of the group then seized one of the guards rifles and this led the guards to fire live rounds into the crowd in order to retrieve the rifle. Three were injured, one of which later died while being treated at the hospital. The border crossing is usually left open. However, Nepal issued a nationwide lockdown in March due to COVID-19, which is why it's being guarded. So also on June 12th, a Sunni mosque in Kabul was bombed during Friday prayers. Four were killed and eight were wounded. This attack comes amid peace talks between the Afghan government backed by the U.S. and the Taliban, which ISIS and other insurgent groups in the country are likely to try and sabotage. No group claimed responsibility, but the Taliban has explicitly condemned the attack. And we will take a quick break and move on to Africa. Alright, and we're back to finish it off with Africa. On the 8th, uh, Government and National Accord Forces, otherwise known as the GNA, entered the city of Sirte and captured two districts in the coastal city while fighting with Libyan National Army Forces, LNA. And of course, we touched on this last week. The uh, GNA went back on the offensive, which I think was similar to the title of last week's episode. And they announced the start of a uh, offensive to retake and it looks like they're making good on that promise on the 12th the UN mission in Libya reported that it had found at least eight mass graves in the former LNA stronghold of Tarherna and of course that was taken back from the LNA last week as well according to the UN and the GNA the remains are both from GNA fighters and civilians Also on the 8th, the Malian government ordered an investigation into the killings of 43 civilians in two separate attacks in the country. Human rights groups accused the Malian armed forces of being responsible for the killings. The Mopti region, where both attacks took place, is infamous for -for tick-for-tat killings and ethnic violence. Next day on the 9th, Fighters in the Nigerian state of Borno destroyed a village and killed anywhere from 59 to 81 of its residents. No group has claimed responsibility, but Boko Haram is suspected for being behind the attack. It's unclear what provoked the attack. AFP says that villagers were killed after trying to protect their livestock. Reuters says that militants suspected the villagers of sharing information with security forces, so it's not quite clear what exactly happened. This is one of the largest attacks on civilians in the country this year, and unfortunately, uh, Nigeria and the state of Borno in particular is no stranger to this type of violence. Also on the 9th, a Janjaweed senior commander, Ali Kashab, has been placed in the custody of the International Criminal Court after his surrender in the Central African Republic. For those who don't know, the Janjaweed is sort of this network of government-sponsored militias in Sudan that was widely responsible for ethnic cleansing, mass rape and murder around the time frame of, I want to say 2004 to 2006, around that time frame. The ICC issued Khashoggi's arrest warrant back in 2007. He has been charged with war crimes and crimes against humanity, including rape and murder. And we will finish it off on the 11th. Ten Ivor, Ivorian Ivorin soldiers are killed in an attack near the borders of the Ivory Coast and Burkina Faso. It's unclear who carried out the attack, but it is believed that they crossed the a border from Burkina Faso. This is the deadliest attack in the Ivory Coast since 2016, when Al Qaeda fighters stormed a beach resort and killed 19 civilians. And so that is all we got for you guys this week. Kind of a short episode, not a whole lot going on this week, which is I, I suppose that's a good thing because the topics we cover aren't particularly pleasant for the most part. But you could find our blog on stayready.me. That's, of course, where you could find Mission Essential Gears products. Uh, good quality products, affordable products. I can vouch for everyone at that company. They're good, solid dudes, right? And again, check out Mosul Medic on YouTube or Mosul underscore Medic on Instagram. We're trying to get him some more uh, subscribers or followers. You know, he just got monetized, like I said, so we're trying to. Get him some support. Really appreciate him coming on the podcast a couple weeks ago as our first guest. And with that being said, we'll see you guys next week.